All right, here we go, y'all. My good friend, uh, been at this together for decades now. Mike Adams, the health ranger, in his new studio. And I just, it's just always good to see you, my friend. So good to yeah. see you. Yeah. Thank you, Robert. Thanks for having me on. And yeah, this is, uh, this is actually the first time we, in our new studio here, we've actually worked out a lot of bugs and so on. So I think we finally have it working for the first time joining you. Like I, I've joined other shows and I looked like a Smurf. It was all blue and everything was wrong, but this is the first show where it's actually working. So thanks for having me on. Yeah. You're looking great. And I know you're out there doing uh, all the things that we'd like to be able to do as well in terms of survivability, the skills you've developed and helped to teach others, you know, and, and I do whatever I can. And, and I'm just saying this because wherever anybody is right now, I don't want you to look at all the things you don't know, be glad for the things you do know, and just one thing at a time, you know, add it in and be prepared for things to change. That's the nature of life itself. Right. Yeah, for sure. We have to be resilient. We have to adapt to what's happening because, you know, it's changing by the day. I kind of feel sorry for people who aren't tuned into alternative media because they're just, they're lost. They, they don't understand what's happening. And so everything seems random to them. They, they, they see the world as have like all these spontaneous quote accidents. Gosh, you know, another food plant went up in flames. Hmm. Gee, what a horribly unlucky year. You know, like they don't understand what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, we try to help people make sense of it and navigate it. And thank you, Robert, for what you do. We really appreciate you. Well, I'm, I'm hitting the road a little bit with our good friend, Jonathan Emor, as he's running for the United States Senate uh, in awesome. Virginia to defeat Tim Kaine. And, you know, he's a man, he's got off the record, I've said it, he, he can acknowledge it, Ron Paul is going to endorse him. And he and Ron Paul doesn't endorse many people, as you know. That's true, yeah. And to have someone of that uh, stature that knows freedom in the Constitution is so rare. Uh, also someone who won't or can't be bought. Uh, another thing I like to bring up, because we love people of integrity, they're few and far between, but when you find them, you want to do whatever you can to help them. Absolutely, yeah, we're we're all in with Jonathan Emord, and we've got him scheduled to come on as a guest, too. And uh, we want to do everything we can to help him fundraise and get elected. And, you know, it's an enormous uh, effort because the machine, the Tim yeah. Kaine machine is the Democrat machine that can bring national resources to a local race. It's a Soros money. I mean, it's just yeah. how much money they throw at it. He can't win on the merits to Tim Kaine. He's got to run away no. from his record now because even I think more Democrats than they'll like to admit don't like what the Democrats did during COVID, most of them, except. Yeah, that's right. This is why a lot of people are walking away from the Democrat Party. And also, you know, Biden's not popular at all in, in real polls, even with Democrats. Most yeah. Democrats don't want him to run. And they're suffering, you know, horribly under his policies with food inflation, fuel inflation, and, you know, open borders policies and all the rest of it. It's uh, we're really seeing the destruction of our society today. But it's not it's not hopeless. You know, we can turn it around. And that's what you and I work to do every single day. Yeah. And I just had an interview with someone talking about water rights and how even, you know, in Utah, Republican state, the Republicans can become corrupt, just like Democrats in California. They run the state sure. and they can do good things, but they can be a lot of other, uh, you know, corruption that occurs. And the people are waking up to see that it's not good to be nice to tyrants because all you get is more tyranny. <laughs> Sometimes right. You have to be belligerent in defense of your freedom. And we've gone to sleep on it because we've, We've had it good in our life, Mike, in a lot of ways. I mean, I've had challenges. You've had challenges. But at the same time, I was just reminiscing with my wife about the 80s when we were young, how we look back and we're like, man, that was a great time. At the same time, we're like, is it nuclear war? But overall, we're like, man, if we could have the 80s again. Hey, wait a <laughs> second. You mentioned the 80s. Hold on. No. Hey, guys, 
uh, bring me that Rubik's cube. <laughs> oh, I heard, I heard you were doing the Rubik's cube on the, on the air the other day. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm solving it now pretty quickly with it. Just toss it. It hurts my brain to think about having to think about how to solve that yeah. so quickly. All right. Bring back the eighties. Here it yeah. is right here. That's nice. Um, That's good times. Yeah. Just, I, just think about all that we're dealing with. They're super Don. You I got to trump your Rubik's cube. I've got the original. Oh, you got the original. Oh man, that is too awesome. Okay, I'm gonna have to bring in a blockbuster rental of VHS tape <laughs> just to just to one up you on the, on the 80s. All right, sorry, I'll let you, you know, get back to it. There. It's okay. No, I, look, we we got to lighten it up too in the midst of the intensity. Now, I, you know, I'm not uh, pretending that Jonathan E. Morton, the U.S. Senate, would change everything any more than if Ron Paul were president could. But each little bit. The ability to communicate things from the heart, the, the passion that we share will impact those that there are people that are on the fence. Their hearts have been hardened. We did, by the way, uh, Mike just released, and it's not gone into wide release, just private showings, uh, documentary film, Utah Safe and Effective that I was in and promoting, uh, you know, and interviewing a lot of injuries uh, due to the COVID jabs, yeah. trying to reach the hearts that have been hardened of even the Republican uh, dominated legislature and governor, if you will, in Utah. And uh, we're just thinking about how to get that word out. So the people who are on the fence about taking another booster, we might be able to save some lives here with this kind True. of information getting out. Yeah, that's that's what's critical. I mean, people can make a better choice at any time in this process. And really where you and I meet people is when they are ready to do something different and have a better outcome. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I love I, in in your last show that you were doing, I saw, you know, your, your photos there, 500 uh <laughs> sessions in the gym workout, yeah looking, i didn't look awesome robert yeah. um i love the fact that you take care of yourself like that as well it's not just nutrition oh, there but, it is. Yeah. yeah awesome uh it's also fitness mm -hmm. and uh can i ask you are is that strength training is it uh is it it's, uh, striking it's a it's a kickboxing uh gym that allows okay. you to do nine different rounds of different sequences whether it be uh in that fact part of it is is uh combat right training as well so you're yeah. actually physically doing things obviously you're wearing pads but uh it's been a great sessions for me to learn how to utilize my body in defense as well oh, yeah. uh, but also to have you know for people that are afraid of working out because they get some routine and boring i've appreciated what i've gotten at that gym it's never i never get bored it's always different so mixing it oh, up yeah. is important not doing the same thing over and over because everybody would get bored at a certain point and so for me it's a little bit of everything i'm i'm right there with you um I, I love what you're doing. And I, I train here in Texas, I train in jujitsu mm -hmm. and uh, jujitsu. It, it's kind of like the Rubik's cube at a physical mm -hmm. level. You're, you're trying to solve a physical problem mm -hmm. in three dimensional space with an opponent. And, you know, you have the limbs and the joints that only move a certain way. And how do you, how do you escape? How do you lock in? How do you maneuver? How do you get out from underneath you know, a trap of some kind and same thing with striking, right? So you have to understand anatomy and physiology and mechanics plus then, you know, have, have the physical capability to do it. Uh, mm -hmm. it's a puzzle. It's a, it's a fascinating puzzle. Like you said, it never gets boring. And, and you know, it's, it's about training the body. I didn't, I couldn't do what I do today three years ago. So when I started, I couldn't kick You know, I, I did boxing fitness for years before that, but I never kicked. And suddenly now, you know, I'm doing these wild roundhouses, things like I'm like, I'm, I'm not falling down doing them. 
but it didn't happen overnight. I was willing to be awkward and silly because I'm I'm a goofball at heart. And even in the midst of this training, I don't take myself too seriously. Like I'm the macho guy. I like to have fun. I like to make people laugh in the midst of all yeah, of this. Totally. I'm working out with all kinds of different people and I'm trying to Im- impact on them that it's not just about what they're doing in the gym. When you go out of here and you drink those, you know, those artificial sodas and go to the drive-thrus, you're, can, you know, you're kind of crushing all of the great stuff you're doing and you can do so much better. And I see my mom at 89 as I talk about her. Um, you know, she's amazing. She's alive today, considering the journey she's been on in her life, but because she's adopted these principles as well, she's come through a lot. She's still standing and now dancing again. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And you're right. You have to ease into it. And that's true with nutrition or recipes or smoothies or whatever. You know, I, I always have my smoothie here in the studio. This yeah. is what's left of today's smoothie. But, you know, you can't just jump into that on day one. You know, you'll, you'll think, oh, that tastes crazy. But I mean, at this point, it's super delicious to me, you know, avocados and bananas and turmeric and flax and whey protein and whatever else you got to ease into it. But, you know, just a little bit each and every day, whether it's your food or your workouts or even just training your brain, having more knowledge, having more flexibility, cognitive flexibility. Yeah. And so that's why sometimes, you know, we want to red pill people. Mm -hmm. And there's also a curve like you can't just yank somebody out of the matrix all Mm -hmm. in one day. They freak out. They lose it. You know, they're like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? You, uh, you have to red pill them a little bit at a time. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And, then, and, and it, yeah. you do feel by being an example. You know, that's the point of like you living the way you live, the way I live. And that's why, you know, that great respect I have for you is that, you know, when we connected, it was not uh, convenient per se. It was like, hey, there's another guy that's actually seeing it, talking about it and doing it. And, yeah. you know, I'm in the gym you know, people are seeing it's like, okay, at 57, I can't keep up with you. How is that? Why is that? They begin to ask questions. And, you know, I joked, we talked about this when we were together in uh, Austin a few months back, how, you know, I'm, as you monitor the heart rate and I'm like doing these intense workouts, I'm barely in the green zone and yellow zone is optimal, but all of these people younger than me doing what I'm doing or less, they're in this red zone. And so that's that cardio miracle thing, nitric oxide stuff, but we learn and we apply and we can help others to do better as well as they're ready. Now I'm not going to beat them over the head with what I do, but when they're ready, they approach us. Yeah, no, I've had the same experience like uh, training and then I'll have young guys come in in their twenties and they'll be out of breath in no time. And I come to find out, well, cause they're living on junk food, processed food, no nutrition. Yeah. So, you know, you, Fitness can occur at any age. Nutrition can occur at any age. And, and you, Robert, because, you know, you're so lean and you, your, your cardiovascular efficiency is very, very high. You and your blood carries a tremendous amount of oxygen because of your nutritional habits. So you're kind of like the lean, mean kickboxing machine. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, it's going to be hard did. for people to keep up with you. No, but it's, it's fun to be, um, you know, not just to, um, you know, make people feel bad. It's the opposite because I, re- I remind people just like you've had challenges in your life, the illnesses I carried the first 24 years of my life where I had what, what I would consider old age diseases, rheumatism, rheumatic diseases, inflammation of the skeletal system, horrible right. digestion, skin conditions, respiratory ailments, allergies. I'm like, you don't see that. If you just meet me now, you have no idea. But why do I do what I do? Why am I so excited to show this? It isn't about bragging. It's about, look, if you were as ill as I was at that age and you can do this, you're really excited to, sh- to share that and how it happens, how you can do it too. And so for me, that's in, it's an inspiring journey. 
you know, when people have told me like mentors for me over the years, but the homeopath I, I trained with for over 10 years and he was on death's door in his forties. And I'm like, dude, if he was on the death door in forties, I'm starting my twenties. Maybe there's hope for me. And you yeah, know, and these things put them to the test. What's so freaky about what's happening right now is hearing about all these people dying who are way younger than you and I are mm -hmm. people dying in their twenties and thirties and forties, you know, many of them from the spike protein, right? Myocarditis, you know, sudden heart attacks and so on. Yeah. But that goes along with everything that we teach and talk about too, because if the quality of your blood is already improved from nutrition, you know, healthy oils, right? Avoiding trans fatty acids, avoiding partially hydrogenated garbage oils and seed yeah. oils and all that stuff. If you have healthy oils and healthier blood in the first place, your blood can handle more of an insult of let's say, you know, shedding from a vaccinated person or yeah. more spike protein. Or if, if you had to get, or if you chose to get vaccinated, let's say to stay in the military or something, you have a much better chance of being able to handle that versus someone who's living on toxic junk foods and yeah. you know, processed seed oils and canola, corn, soy, and all that garbage, cotton seed oil. So huge difference. Withstanding the assault, right? And that is, uh, you know, the ability to deal with adversity and adapt to survive it and get back to understanding that the basic principles of functionality involve this body, this temple that we're given while we're here. And as we, I know you and I, we could be talking about anything right now and, and we'll have a good time. And a lot of these subjects and people are like, well, why didn't you ask Mike about this? Like, uh, well, I'm so interested in how we can be alive and around to talk about those things too. But if we yeah. don't care for this body, anything that you find interesting is like, it's going to be interesting at a distance because you won't be able to engage in it. If you're concerned about the things we're concerned about, you want to do something about it. If you're not doing the most basic things to care for yourself, there's going to be a point in time sooner, maybe that rather than later that you, you won't be able to function at all. You'll be relying on tubes to your body. If there is even a medical system to support you at that point for those things you didn't know. Hey, totally. I'm, I, have you seen, have you seen my dog, Robert? I've heard your dog while my, my wife's listening to your podcast. I haven't seen him yet. Oh, you want to see him? He, I heard him, but I think he'll come up. Yeah. Hey, Rody, come up. Yeah, come on up. Oh Here he God. is. Look at that beauty. Yeah, this is Rody. Good boy, Rody. How you doing? It's now, Robert you, Scott Bell. Hey, Rody. Is this yeah. wasn't your dog trained to be something different than a, a loving kind of pal? Yeah, he's a hardcore military police dog from from Europe and the German uh, police were about to buy him because he's one of these like real high end performers. Wow. He comes from uh, uh, like a lineage of top award winners in this. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't know what it's called. It's, it's like a Dutch competition. That's very practical. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> he goes, he's like a, he's like a canine version of a Navy seal. Part mm -hmm. of the, um, part of the training is he has to swim across channels of water and he has to fetch things and drag them out of the water. And so I call him a self-shampooing dog because uh, I just put soap on his back and rub it in and I throw sticks into the pond, <laughs> you know, until he rinses off completely. Dog it's car. awesome. Dog car wash, automatic. Yeah, it's uh, an automatic it's dog wash. Um, yeah. And then he hangs out in the studio. And mm -hmm. occasionally when I'm doing things, like yeah. I have, check this out. He was looking at this earlier. I'm about to do a segment on this. Do you, yeah. um, I don't know if you can see it. Yeah. Thanks for the cat. This is, is called Euler's disc. Yeah. And this like demonstrates, you know, it's a, it's a physics teaching mm -hmm. tool to teach a conservation of momentum and everything. Very cool. Hey, Brody. Come on. And he thinks this is the craziest thing. He's like <laughs> watching this disc. 
Yeah. I'm freaking what out. Yeah. What's going on? I'm not trained for this. What do I do? Yeah, he's like, what is it, Rudy? Yeah. Good boy. What is that? What is it? Oh, that's horrible. He's like, I don't know what to do. Do I eat it? Yeah. Like, Can you yeah. hear it? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it keeps going. I mean, you know, it goes for a long time. Yeah. And uh, that's just a teaching tool. But he he likes to look at it and he's yeah. like, what is that? I'm so mesmerized. Ro -ro, I'm sure you know. do with that. So how is it that there you're taking <laughs> Oh, look at that. What, how do you take an oh animal gosh. trained intensely like that and, and make it your your pal? How do, you, how do you gain trust of an animal like that uh, that's already grown <laughs> and trained? Well, actually, so I had to go through about a week of training with mm -hmm. the people that train dogs like this. Yeah. And it's not easy. And actually, they at first, they uh, I was the foster parent of this mm -hmm. dog uh, because they said, you know, not everybody can handle a very strong, intact, male, large Belgian Malinois like this. That's yeah. kind of aggressive and has its own his own thoughts and ways of doing things. And they, they had to check me out to see if I could uh, handle him appropriately. Yeah. And uh, after a few days of training, and then I, I got him for like a couple of months and worked with him every day. And, and it turns out, yeah, he and I actually get along very well. But and then I've trained him to jump over really tall obstacles and things now. Wow. But every time he jumps over something, he wants to bite something. Oh. Uh, he's like, this must be part of the, uh, you know, prisoner transport training or whatever, because he's actually trained to, to help guard prisoners when they're being transported by police. Mm -hmm. believe it or not um so he's like he's always in combat mode yeah. and i have to kind of back him off of that but it's it's great i have so effectively i have extra security here in the studio um you know in addition to my firearms i've got mm -hmm. uh i got roadie so works out pretty well i hear you had to take out a rattlesnake recently <laughs> yeah you heard that i did yeah that was last night um a couple of my dogs you know surrounded this rattlesnake and it was a very large one uh you know, the rattles can be quite loud Yeah. and my dogs are freaking out. So I pulled the dogs off of them. Fortunately, they, they were smart enough to keep their distance, you know, and I had to, I had to shoot this rattlesnake and it, it just realized, oh, you know, dang it. We're in, we're in snake season again. Yeah. Uh, it's like the winter in Texas is great because there's no snakes, mm -hmm. but then around this time, not only is it the rattlesnakes, but then it's the rat snakes. So they're going to go after all our backyard chicken eggs. Right. So I'm going to start catching snakes. Well, yeah, it's the wilderness living, but this is part and parcel of the history of humanity uh, up until yep. more recently, you know, and that's uh, totally. part of the, uh, uh, you know, collapse if they uh, succeed in separating us by those who are willing to go into digital prisons and those who are willing to resist and go back and connect with the natural world. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Hey, and by the way, Robert, I want to thank you for uh, giving me that gold back that one day. Oh, Yeah. That is so cool because, uh, you know, I interviewed Jeremy and I love the Goldbacks and uh, we might be doing more interviews with him and figuring out how we can help publicize it. But the Goldbacks, I think, are such a great concept and, mm -hmm. you know, real gold in, you know, quote money or, or bills yeah. or whatever you want to call it. Um, gold and silver is where it's at, man. Yeah. And I noticed it, you're wearing an AR-15 uh, We the People t-shirt. Yes. Yes. Too. And uh, despite Biden trying to say it's an assault weapon, it's a defensive weapon, y'all. You know, yes. and there's no definition for an assault weapon in the Constitution to ban it, much less any. But uh, yeah. yeah, and I think that we talk about gold, silver, lead, that kind of thing. Of course, 
um, you, you made my son work really hard after you interviewed Jeremy Corden from uh, uh, Goldback. <laughs> they were right. tipping out everywhere. It was crazy. I, I warned him. I said, you know, Mike's going to talk about this. Uh, look out, uh, which was I'm grateful <laughs> that he did because, you know, part of the pro problem with even as we perceive gold and silver to be superior to paper printed, you know, out of thin air, backed by nothing, really. Uh, there's always been the history of bankers that realize people don't take those so-called certificates or notes and cash them in for the actual gold they used to represent or silver. And so in fractional reserve banking, they said, Hey, you know what? We can loan out more than we have because no one ever comes until the right. bank run happens. And so this solved that technologically, but also not technologically. The technology is that they can fractionate gold down to the level, which you couldn't feasibly do and hold on to it without losing it in that. Yeah. And then, instead of having it represent gold held by somebody you have to trust in a, in a vault somewhere, you actually have it and use it and spend it like we, we you normally do with silver coins. And so you make gold spendable for everyday items. And I thought, yeah, oh, that was brilliant. And now the technology is there to produce this and, you know, make it in a way that's very difficult to near impossible to, to um, counterfeit, which is always another issue as well. Well, I'm, I'm going to be handing them out as tips and things like that. Uh, I'm, I'm acquiring some from Jeremy and mm -hmm. I plan to like, places where I eat or wherever, you know, yeah. give them a, like a green cash tip. But then on top of that, Hey, here's one, one, one thousandth of an ounce of gold. Yeah. Just to show that, Hey, okay, here's fake money, which is mm -hmm. your, your regular greenback tip. Mm -hmm. And then here's real money yeah. and learn about this. Like, check this out, go learn about it because, and hold on to that. Mm -hmm. Right. Because that's, that's real value, a real asset. So I just like to spread the idea, just like you did with me. You gave me one. I'm going to give them to other people. So talk about, you know, paying it forward. It all started with you doing it. Well, and, and people light up when you do that. I'm telling you, every time this has happened, my son is doing this always as well. It's like you you look at people holding it and they're like, this is gold. Yes, this is really gold. They're like, right. they're get big. It's like something shifts in them about that. And, of course, we mentioned the digital ID, digital currency, central bank digital currency. If they want to eliminate cash, and of course the cash you carry, if it's a Federal Reserve note, is going to be value less, even though right now you can exchange it for stuff. The idea is to practice now, not when you have to, to begin exchanges. Exactly. Like I go to the local Ace Hardware, and if I want to buy nuts and bolts or anything, I can spend gold backs. And, can you? and it's, yeah, absolutely. It's legal to about five, you know, because they're independently owned, even though they're a large corporation. Oh, I see. Okay. You can't go to like Walmart and do it. But no. family-owned businesses, mom-and-pop stores, as well as, like, independent, you know, uh, uh, franchises can decide. Like, the gym I, I go to, we talked about that. Guess what? I pay my monthly membership in gold backs. That's cool. She's thrilled. It's like, I get paid in gold? Yes. <laughs> yeah, right. It changes behavior now while we still have an opportunity to do it before we need to, per se. And, and yeah, so and it lets them have a source of value that doesn't lose 2% every month, which is what's happening to the dollar. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, they call it inflation, but it's really currency devaluation, as you know. And that's not going to stop anytime soon. I mean, ever. Mm -hmm. The dollar is going to collapse before inflation is solved. <laughs> it's yeah, just going to exactly. be. So we have the to stabilize local communities. And, and I know there's a lot of innovation. If you have junk silver, you have the ability to exchange in that way, too, for everyday items. Uh, you know, with the inflation on food, eggs become valuable in terms of currency for some, too. But the idea with the gold backs, which is brilliant, is to make something we're used to doing, little notes or pieces of semi, you know, things like that size, exchanging them for things. So it's not radical departure other than what you're using. And people go, I understand that. And, right. oh, it's gold. 
So it's something I'm encouraging people not to buy, to hoard, to collect, even though they're, they're beautiful and people do collect them. But the idea is to just change your environment and your localist community and begin to exchange with people. And, and let me point out, the best thing about goldbacks is you can't lose your password right right <laughs> there's no password it's physically in your possession you have the the element of gold the atoms yeah. of gold whereas if you have an online wallet mm -hmm. you can lose your password or you can be locked out or you could lose the device that you use to access it you sure. know they, they want to do you know like central bank digital currencies with mobile phones well what happens if your phone gets stolen you lose your phone or you lost your password yeah. or, you know, your fingerprint, they're going to want your iris scan, your fingerprint, an anal swab, who knows what they're going to want out of your phone. It's like, it's like, stick it down your pants. That's your password. Uh, really? No, no, thank you. How about let's just do something that's got real gold and silver in it. Yeah. And it's, it's as good as gold because it is gold. Yeah. The, the vulnerabilities that you describe in terms of digital currencies and even those that are in the, the crypto and look, I'm a freedom guy. If you, if you can, if you think that's going to survive everything, that's fine. I have a little bit more pragmatic in terms of the history of humanity and where we always end up. And, right. and we are deceived by thinking technology can solve everything. It, you know, it's a great tool, exactly. but if you fully rely on it, you are so vulnerable. Uh, moving forward. And and we know with the digital identification, that's why, you know, pushing back on real ID, that's why I never numbered my kids, you know, with social security numbers. And yeah. uh, yet we were able to push back on the government based on religious freedom grounds, and they have passports without them. And, and so these are the ideas that uh, seemingly are foreign to many, because we just go along to get along, we do what everybody has done. And I'm, I'm not wired that way. God bless my mom. I love her because she's always been a freedom lady. Uh, surviving a lot. She survived, you know, the transition from Palestine to Israel. She saw the war was in So she's seen a lot and it, it impacted on me and my view of freedom and how precious it is to fight for it. Be yeah. willing to stand up and not go down the road. Everybody goes just because everybody goes down that road. Absolutely. Well, that's, that's what makes you just rocking Robert Scott Bell, you know, and, and also a part-time kickboxer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let's see, full-time ass kicker, part-time kick boxer. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's Robert Scott Bell. Yes, um, and for those of you who don't know, Brideon.tv, we are on our second hour on Monday show. Uh, we're on two hours a day, six days a week, but you know that was all we could fit in apparently. So anytime there's more, we'll, we'll do more. But uh, we love being on that uh, that segment with you guys as well because your team is doing such great work there. Well, we love having you on, Robert. Uh, I honor your work and, and everything that you stand for and what you've been teaching people now for I don't know even how long we've known each other, a couple of decades at this point. You've done amazing work this whole time. We'd love to have you on the network. Uh, we're continuing to make uh, investments in our platform, brighttown.tv, brighttown.com. It's just gonna continue to get bigger and better with more and more audience. So um, spread the word, folks. Robert Scott Bell on brighttown.tv, in addition to you know your own show, your own site, your own uh, other platforms as well. Whatever you're doing, Robert, we support it. Well, I appreciate you, Mike, and it's it's so good to have you in uh, on this journey in this lifetime. You know, you've been one of the highlights as we've journeyed on on so many, uh, I guess, wild adventures. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, so coming, true. Yeah, and coming back and and seeing that uh, you're still here, standing strong, and continuing. Uh, you know, not not bound to pressure ever. In fact, you know, when people pressure you to do the wrong thing, you're like, you're going to push back on them or just kind of go out the other way. And that's right. been fun to watch the development and growth. And I'm just glad I'm, we can be a little part of that too. Well, ha happy to have you on our team and to join you here today. We appreciate you. And yeah, we're, we're just innovating, building platforms. we got more surprises coming out later this year as well. 
some mm-hmm. really good stuff and one that's going to blow everybody's mind. Um, yeah, I, can't, I really can't drop hints about that one yet, but okay. it, it, it'll be mind-blowing. Um, your, your happy face guy back there in the uh, infrared sauna, I think he's done. Yeah, he's cooked. He, he, that's what my wife put that there a while back to say, we just need smiling faces back there too. Right? <laughs> yeah. so it's a low His tongue is hanging out, I think. Yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah, I know. I don't know what we're feeding him, but uh, he's hungry or thirsty or something. But yeah, as you sweat enough, you got you to gotta replenish. Yes. Mike Adams, the health ranger, my good friend. It's good to chat about anything with you guys. And, and, and just like I said, the philosophy of what we do is a big part of uh, what sets the stage for uh, people. You know, why is it better to do what we do? You know, in, in our yeah. life, why are we doing it? It's not to uh, uh, impress you uh, and pick up chicks. <laughs> it's it's honestly to inspire you to live free, live your mission, your passion in life. And that's what I always get from you, Mike. And and uh, that's why it's so much fun to hang out whenever we can. Well, you're all, you're always welcome. You make it to Texas. You come on in and join me in the studio here. We'll, oh, we'll, we'll broadcast from here. I'll look forward to that. I've got to see how I can get there. In the meantime, I'm going to be traveling the country a bit with uh Jonathan Emord this weekend heading uh, awesome. 7th uh, in, in Arizona, of all places, Phoenix, Scottsdale. I know you know that area. Yeah. Uh, so we've got some events there. So we'll stay in touch. Anything uh, you need, you let me know. Okay. Thank you, Robert. God bless. Take care. That's Mike Adams, the Health Ranger, here on the Robert Scott Bell Show and also on Brideon.tv.